Hello, everyone. Hey, friends. And welcome to Class Fruit and Basic Black, the Matt Marr edition. Woo! <laughs> All righty. All right. So, Marcia, oh, sorry, before I'm we get I'm started, <laughs> before we get started, What's plaid skirts and basic black? Um, what are we doing? So first, I'm Mercy, and I didn't introduce myself. Oh, and I'm Shannon. Shannon. Hi. <laughs> um, plaid skirts and basic basic black is a weekly podcast where Shannon and I discuss um, Catholic stuff, um, Christian stuff, black stuff, world stuff, like all the mm-hmm. pop culture things. I mean, we talked about Psych two weeks ago um, yes. <laughs> through our black Catholic lens. Um, which is which is how we experience the world for the yeah, most man. part, um, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. It's and oh, all of our shenanigans. We have lots of shenanigans. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Just okay. It's so funny. I just got the phone call because it's, these are shenanigans we speak of when uh-huh. I was about to put on airplane mode so I wouldn't get in trouble uh-huh. on a phone call because <laughs> that's that's the world. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's what plaid skirts and basic black is. Um, welcome to episode three of season two of our podcast. We're really excited you're here. Uh, we're actually uh, while we're here, it's a good segue. We want to give a shout out to our. We got fan mail, y'all. Leave I'm gonna say it was fan mail. Um, we have a fan of ours that is not what. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I should also someday the... we'll be professional. Everyone, but also, I should turn the Wi-Fi off because that also helps. Okay, that. airplane mode and Wi-Fi are both off. No more phone right. calls. Um, we got our first fan mail from Whitney. Shout out to hey, Whitney. <laughs> um, she messaged us on the podcast. And, um, just saying like she was binging the show and I was like, that is awesome. I'm so glad. Wait, we, we are bingeable. We are that. Sure. And <laughs> some of them are long though. Well, <laughs> if you're like on last. a 10 hour road trip, then yes, yeah. <laughs> you can binge our <laughs> podcast. If you have to clean your whole house from top to bottom, yeah, great listen, idea. binge our podcast. You can make that happen. Um, so Whitney, great. Uh, it's great to meet you. She, she actually sent you a message, right, Shannon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. On, on the internet. On the internet. Um, so yeah, so we're hopefully going to connect a little bit later today. So hi, Whitney. <laughs> say, by the time you hear this, we would have actually yeah, well, connected. Yeah, uh, we'll probably talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to her. Um, so yay. Okay. So Shannon, uh, how are things, how's the weather in your neck of the woods? Uh, it is just kind of sunny and pleasant right now, uh, in my world. Uh, we have, today's my day off, which is great. Uh, we're in a really busy time in church world, uh, just kind of kicking things off for the school year. You know, things really pick up. Um, and, uh, everybody's good at home. Everybody's happy. Um, and I just had lunch with Eric at his school. I went and visited and we sat in his office. It was fun because I have not seen him in his job. I've seen his school, driven by, but I haven't actually seen him in action. So it was really great and great to meet his coworkers and such. Um, but I have a great story to tell you because this is hilarious. So yesterday we've been rescheduling all sorts of kids soccer games because we've had lots of rain here in the Midwest. And so, um, we had a rescheduled game for Molly, who's our third child, our oldest daughter. She is this tiny little blonde haired 
hazel-eyed spitfire girl okay so she and and when she plays soccer she just runs and runs and runs and she doesn't stop and like she gets so hot and she'll like collapse when she comes off the field that she just keeps running that's her thing (laughs) she just runs all over the place um but she came up yesterday for some reason just because she was running and she can like you know kind of kick the ball you know they're all preschoolers so it's hilarious they don't there's clumping in a big clump and they don't really have a lot going on soccer wise but she can kick the ball in a straight line so she scored like six goals in this game against these other little girls and she came off the field and she and eric you know asked her he goes molly you did so great you were running so well and you scored all those goals and she says yeah because i'm so strong <laughs> <laughs> Like started like ah, it was so it was so funny because she's this tiny little petite person just ah. Well, so, and um, I can hear her raspy voice saying oh, all yeah, that because she really has a very distinct raspy voice and yeah. it cracks me up. Like because like, I'm so shocked. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. But I love it. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's anyway. So that that's what's going on in my world. Uh, House of weather in Illinois. <laughs> well, no, um, I'm not gonna lie. I had a rough week. It was a lot of rain clouds going on, on mm-hmm. over this area. I wasn't feeling great. Um, so, like, I have uh, I have chronic pain, and so for the listeners who don't know that, and so sometimes I'm like, this is a bad day. I hate everyone. And so it was just a bad day. And I had to send the boys to bed um, on Monday night. And I was like, so we're recording this on Friday. What the, is it Friday the 13th? No, it's Friday the 14th. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And so this past Monday, I was just kind of like, I couldn't even talk because I was like, this is frustrating. And I was like, go to bed. Just go to bed. Everyone go to bed right now go to bed right now and I had to call someone over to come give night meds because I was like I'm Mm -hmm. done right now so it was kind of rough but as the week went on I was fine and I'm okay now but I was just so frustrated all week (laughs) you know what I mean like when you don't feel good you're like I'm mad at all the people and everyone is awful everyone is awful but um (laughs) so um so but today I had um so I can't at mass. And so a woman that goes to church, um, she wanted to like, she was like, can we have lunch? And I was like, okay. And this is the only time she was available. The, the mm. time that usually Shannon and I record at 1130 on Friday and she was only available on 1130 on Friday. <laughs> and I was like, well, if I can move this, then do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Then yes. And so, um, so I got to meet with her and, It was everything I needed to hear and do and be in that moment. And it was really wonderful. And it just gave me a lot of encouragement. And so like, there's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And, um, and I am just in really great spirits right now. And so Mm -hmm. I'm not, not to discard the fact this week was awful, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. today was amazing. And God is always good, right? Like all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, (laughs) oh my gosh, I've heard that joke. (laughs) How to find a Christian in a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, just yell, God is good, and you're all the time. <laughs> like, there you go. Um, but hey, it's true. So, okay, so let's move on. So, yeah, now that we know that we're great and God is good all the time, let's talk about God's music through mm-hmm. the voice of one Matt Marr. Woo! Yeah. Matt Marr. So 
He's so great. Okay, so Shannon and I have picked out four songs we're going to talk about because um, because we are recording at a later time than we usually do. We have a very limited amount of time, which uh, people who hate how long our podcast is might actually be okay. <laughs> with so happy. <laughs> they'll be so like, oh gosh, it's only 45 minutes as opposed to like nine hours. That is amazing. Um, so we're going to just jump right in and talk about Matt Marr. Matt Marr. Shannon, who is Matt Marr? So Matt Marr is a Catholic recording artist who is uh, extremely popular in all wide Christian music, Mm -hmm. which is a big deal um, because for the first 20 to 30 years of what would be considered Christian music, like in in the wide sales music industry, um, it was all Protestants tended to be more evangelical. And um, as many people know, those types of churches and people tend to be very anti-Catholic for many reasons. Mm-hmm. And I won't go into that. Um, but Matt Marr um, was a the music minister at St. Timothy's Parish in Arizona, which is where um, the Life Teen movement started. So Life Teen is a very um, popular um, company that has youth ministry resources and um, there are countries throughout the parishes that use that and are Life Teen parishes. So if you're Catholic, you've probably encountered Life Teen, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, it's, it's out there. That in the is world. exactly true. Um, and they like are, um, they do some great things as a youth, a former youth minister. Uh, their resources were so invaluable, even if I wasn't at a Life Teen parish. Um, it was great to have a company that really focuses on bringing the um, the message of the gospel to kids and um, to Catholic kids in particular. So anyway, Mamar was like the music minister at this parish. And then, um, you know, people started using his music and um, through Life Teen and getting to hear him. And he, um, he started doing various youth conferences and got to be kind of popular on the Catholic circuit. And then um, he, um, which is, where this album comes from, the end and the beginning that we're listening to today. Mm-hmm. You can find it on YouTube, on his YouTube channel. Look at for Matt Marr Music on YouTube, and he has all of his albums, including, including this one. And this was like his Catholic album. Uh, it has mass parts. It has some praise and worship that's pretty familiar to many people who listen to Christian music. Um, but as he got more and more popular, uh, I think that the Christian music in a huge market of people who are buying Christian music that we have untapped, have, it's untapped, right? All of this, like, think about how many Catholics there are in the world, in America. Many, many Catholics. Right. Many more than um, almost all of the Protestants, right? Uh, <laughs> and so they're like, oh, hey. And, and um, Matt Marr, of course, is a very gifted singer and songwriter as well, a songwriter in particular. And so um, he he sold a song to Chris Tomlin that you may recognize mm-hmm. that's called Your Grace is Enough. <laughs> and many, many people sing this. And I remember hearing it on the radio, like it was on K-Love or something, one of the major Christian radio stations for the first time with Chris Tomlin singing and going, wait a minute, this is a Matt Marr song. <laughs> and just being like, ah, they're ruining this song. <laughs> just, uh, just like, oh, you ruined it. But then, um, then after that, um, Matt Marr record, re-recorded that song that was um, given to wide release, and it became, you know, the smash hit because everyone knew it as this Chris Tomlin song. And since then, he has become one of probably the most popular Christian artists in the country. Um, you know, he's headlining tours and all of that sort of stuff. So, um, 
And it, and it was a really big deal for me personally as a Catholic to be able to hear him on the radio because I was like, we made it. You know, like <laughs> they don't hate us anymore. Mama, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, so that's Bavar and his journey. Um, I remember being at, I think it was a Franciscan University uh, conference, youth conference, and hearing him when he first released, I think it was this album. And they're like, go check out his stuff. He's really great. And like, I was probably 18 and he was probably like 22 or something, you know, <laughs> and like, um, and just like, and then as I um, became a youth minister and kind of watched his career um, or his ministry grow, um, it was just like, wow, I, like, here's this guy that I saw as a teenager, like now selling out stadiums um, for 20,000 people. Like, it's amazing. So, he Congrats, has an Matt. insane writer. Just saying, <laughs> yeah. we've talked about this before, right? That his writer <laughs> yeah. is insane, and it's like, what? Why do you need this? I mean, he doesn't want like you know green M and M's, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he wants like you know really good sound stuff. And I'm like, fine. Make sure you're paying attention, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, okay, awesome. Thanks, Shay. I know you're like, I'm so excited. I could talk about Matt Mar. And I was like, no. yeah, no, he's great. It's so funny when I was, um, I didn't know who Matt Mar was until. Mm-hmm. I was in youth ministry. Like I knew Chris mm-hmm. Tomlin. Like I've been to Chris Tomlin concerts. Mm-hmm. I know your grace is enough, and you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't really think about it, you know. Um, but one of the things that I guess when people found out that Matt Maher was Catholic, like he never made it a secret. It was like a secret. Mm-hmm. But a mm-hmm. lot of Protestant churches made it where they couldn't like no, they they banned your grace is enough. Yep. Because yep. they found out it was written by a Catholic. And they were like, yep. I was running across this article um, just in preparation for today. Because one guy was writing. He's like, I'm super excited that Matt Maher is Roman Catholic. And um, people at first, people, he's like, I know it's going to be controversial, but that's great. He's like, Jesus is the center of all of this. And he talks about, mm-hmm. Matt Maher himself has talked about how John 17 is at like the crux of like his ministry and like uniting mm-hmm. all Christians. Like uniting everyone together in Jesus' name. And it's like, Yeah. Like, we're legit, all, we all serve the same God, and we Amen. all love Jesus. Can we unite in that? And um, mm-hmm. and he kind of, you know, he quotes scripture in that. And sorry, that was like a really, <laughs> anyway. So, um, and I, and like, Eric talked about this, right? Because it's, um, it's one of those things where he um, does something that I don't know if I can do. Like, he's married to a Protestant woman, and I don't think mm-hmm. I can do that. Like, as a Catholic person, I don't think I can. I'm not kidding. I think just as a Catholic person, and I know that struggle, just having a Protestant family, like mm-hmm. having a whole Protestant family, I don't know if that's something I could do. I would probably <laughs> more, and it's not even that I wouldn't date, like we talked about, like I'm going to have a Hindu husband somewhere in there. Yep. But it's like, I could totally marry someone who is not Christian. <laughs> probably, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yep. I think Jewish, it might be a little Hindu, bit easier to marry Muslim, a non-Christian. Whatever. Do you know what I mean? I think yep. it'd be easier to marry a non-Christian than it would be to marry a Protestant. I'm like, like that is real talk, Shannon. Yep. Don't act like no, it's not. I can understand that. Like that is real talk. So it's like, way to be Matt Mar. Matt Mar, you make that happen. Yeah. Go you. Go. Go team. Shelves. But uh, Shelves. <laughs> anyway, okay. So his first song that we love um, is. Love Has Come. Yes. The first song. The first oh. song on the whole album. Love Has Come. Yep. And um, it's pretty great. Uh, 
I, maybe if I can turn this up, maybe people can hear it. I don't even know. Yep. Can you hear it? So, Shannon, what do you love about this song? Um, so the thing I love about this song, and this is probably, I would argue, from my own personal opinion, that this is one of the best modern hymns that we're ever going to get in the Catholic Church. Because it is so musically excellent. Um, you know, it's very contemporary. Um, so it, it brings in that style without going too over the top or too rocky. It's still like rock, rock and roll E is what I mean. Um, it still is singable and it's still something that you, you know, you can do in liturgy without, um, being overwhelming. Um, it's got that wonderful driving drum beat at the beginning and also, the lyrics to this are so scripturally and theologically rich and he's got these beautiful images of the church um and he really tells the whole story of salvation history from the beginning um to you know like the end uh and it's really hard to think of a better song for me like that's been written in the in the catholic church and catholic hymnals in the past 20 years um we actually we were going to have this as the opening hymn at our wedding but we couldn't uh get it get it together (laughs) we couldn't get enough musicians uh to make it work um but um i love this song especially like um i've heard it done both as the opening hymn for christmas and for the easter vigil and they're like in both situations it's just a fantastic beautiful hymn um you know the you know the, of like talking about the prophets and all of these things that um, have have that God's put in place so that love itself can come into the world to show us how to live and to um, you know be incarnate, be one of us. God, uh, that God would be one of us. I just okay. So I'm I'm done. Now. <laughs> no, no, I love it, and it's still one of those things where like it was such a great song to start it off like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this is what I'm about boom we got this you mm-hmm. know um, I don't know I just I I really uh when it came on because I was like how have I not heard this album before <laughs> like and it's so funny because the only Matt Marr songs are the songs that I know because I went to like the pro-life rally in DC yeah. and Matt Marr was there and he sang. I was like, that's really great. Good job, Matt Marr. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like, way to be, way to be Catholic. You make that happen. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, your grace is enough or um, what's um, your love is extravagant. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. Yeah. That was the only one I've known. Like, but when I was like, "How have yeah. I not known this album?" So when I play, I've been playing it nonstop for a whole day. Oh yeah. So you're gonna be obsessed with it now. I, I am. <laughs> oh, I am. It's so wonderful. But no, this song, I just, I really love it. I love how he just goes from like start at the beginning, like he's mm-hmm. like calling Yahweh, y'all. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Jewish people wouldn't like that one. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, yeah, like, from, like, just, I, it may, it makes me happy. And mm-hmm. I was thinking when I, um, when this song came on, I was like, it's kind of got this, like, jars of clayish sound to it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then, like, um, and then the other songs later, I was like, it's like, if jars of clay and, jar, and John Mayer were, like, best buddies, <laughs> they collaborate <laughs> It would be yeah. this Matt Marcy. So yeah. yes, love yeah, us fair. come. 
yeah and i think one of the to add one more thing about that song one of the things i love about that song is that it uses all of the instruments from church history Mm -hmm. like you get the organ in there you get the um the drums you get the guitar like it's everything um it's just this wonderful way of summing up church music in one song okay i'm done i will talk about that okay that's awesome. Oh, yeah, moving <sighs> along to our next song because you got to pick up your kids. Yep. <laughs> Struggle is real. It is. Um, this song, oh, here we go. This is the Just Like You song. This is like, it felt like, this song, you're like how I'm like compared to all the Christmas songs. I'm like, this felt like Chris Rice. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I love this song. This was t- one we would like always put on for youth group and everything. Um, but the thing I really love about this, he's got this one lyric in there that says, you know, um, we're, we're, I want to be holy just like you with reckless abandon to your truth, right? Like this idea of like giving ourselves fully over to truth. Um, and the thing I love about that is like, you can tell, yeah, you can tell how, well, if you know anything about theology, you can tell well how well read he is in some of the um, church's teaching. Um, that phrase, reckless abandon and reckless love, I mean, it's a common phrase, but um, it comes actually directly from a book that um, John Paul II kind of wrote. It was like an interview with a, um, uh, an Italian journalist that John Paul then like wrote out the answers to the questions and published this book. Um, it's called Rise, Let Us Be On Our Way, which you can read, John Paul II. Um, and in there, he talks about youth and why he found youth so important because he really was a pope who, like the World Youth Day, if you know what that is, that started because of John Paul II. And he was really big on young people. And in that, he's, he was asked, like, why are you so big on young people? And the quote he he has from that book he says a young heart can understand the reckless love that is needed for total self-giving right um and that was a big theme in john paul's papacy was this idea of total self-give that love is total self-gift and the greatest example of total self-gift in love is the cross is jesus death on the cross um and so like this idea of reckless abandon that Mamar just kind of plucks from this mm-hmm. book, you know, that John Paul wrote and sticks into a song in such a beautiful way that that encourages us not just to reflect on what John Paul II meant, but also then to through that prayer and that song give ourselves over in reckless abandon to God. Um, like that, that's real. That's good music. That's good liturgy. That's good music for church, right? Like it's not just good music. It's good music for church. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Why are you sorry? No, no, it makes, okay. So when I was like, cause I was like reading the lyrics and listening to the music, Mm -hmm. you know, like I was in teenage, a teenager again with Mm -hmm. my new CD, (laughs) but, um, E for internet. But, um, one of the things we were talking about reckless love and um i'm obsessed with that reckless love song right now and it Mm kind of made me love this song a little bit more i know if you heard um so yeah there's a song out and i and i love it um and now when you're talking about the john paul two stuff and about how um he um had that interview and stuff like that i really it really made me think about 
oh my gosh, is that other guy Catholic now too? <laughs> that Corey, that Corey Ashbury guy who sings the Reckless Love. So I'm going to go, now I need to do some research. Now, now I need to find out. Okay, I'm going to pretend that he is and he's mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to be like, let me find out because that is amazing. <laughs> no. Um, let me talk to you. <laughs> all right. Like, let, let, let's, let's talk about this. Um, but so before we go into the next two songs, I do want to talk about mm-hmm. how um, the three, three songs that we won't be talking about, well, the other mm-hmm. songs we won't be either, but he also yeah. has, it's one of those things where I was like, how do people not know that Matt Maher is Catholic? Like, this album mm-hmm. is legit. <laughs> Look, at, he but, uses the word litany. Right? <laughs> and that's what I was about to talk about. Like, he's got Kyrie, litany, and the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are mass parts. Do you know mm-hmm. what I yeah. mean? They're just straight up mass um, parts. And it's just like, okay, like, I've sung, like, sang, sang oh, yeah. the litany. Sung all of those. Like, before mm-hmm. and you know because when we go to our big like national gathering stuff mm-hmm. well well maybe diastin gathering because a national gathering they usually sing like you know steve angrisano and mm-hmm. <laughs> like all those things but, creative. right and all those <laughs> things but um no so it's just one of those things where it's like that um it, it's like it was very much it's like here's some great worship songs but then like here's like let's just this is what we know you know mm-hmm. and that was really great like he was able to kind of like well not be all the things but mm-hmm. kind of like this is he was really sharing his faith in this album and that's kind yeah, of one of those things where i was like he's like yeah these are all christian songs but then like let me be catholic for a minute and then even in a later song and we'll talk about that too like towards the end um but i just i i just really appreciate that about him mm-hmm. and i loved how mm-hmm. he was un- yeah. unashamedly catholic and unabashedly catholic which is still mm-hmm. why i'm like i don't know how i don't know how you can marry Protestant. I, don't, <laughs> I can't do it right. now you're gonna listen to all his albums now he's, he's, got, all, he's got a lot of albums it's anyway. like nine or ten or something like that so. yeah okay so this let's the next one is my favorite one mm-hmm. on this album it's my favorite shannon um i seriously yeah. think i was like crying in my car it's like this is beautiful oh. Um, I believe it's a Matt Redman song, but the like his version what? is just so beautiful. Oh, is it a Matt Redman song? I might be wrong about that. But well, he's singing a know. couple. Well, he's singing a couple of Doesn't Matt matter. Redman songs it's on beautiful. this album. He's singing um, "Heart of Worship," right? And mm-hmm. yeah. there was one day, and those are Matt Redman songs. Yeah. So it's possible yeah. that um, your love is extravagant. I don't even know, <laughs> but maybe, I, and maybe that's why I've heard it because it's not a. It's not no, but it's so yeah, it's so beautiful and it's so simple. And then what he like, what Matt Marr adds to it is that part in the middle. He does like kind of a bridge where he, um, or not at the end, he doesn't do a bridge. Sorry, um, he just kind of says like almost improvs like, "You're my lover, my shelter, my father." Oh, like my, he just right? gives that? us all beautiful. And that's the part that gets me. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I love that this whole song, the beauty and the simplicity adds to the intimacy of it, right? The words are intimate. It's all about an intimate relationship with God. But because it's so stripped down, it allows that to flourish and foster. Um, we actually did have this song at our wedding. It was a prelude um, because I just think it's such a beautiful image of love um, and what we're aspiring to in our relationship 
as a married couple, um, this love that God has for us. So yeah, um, like half the songs on this album I wanted or had at my wedding. <laughs> About half the songs on my wedding were <laughs> mama. Um, no, I legit start planning my fake wedding to my fake new husband yeah. while listening to this album. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's that's enough about that one. It's just a beautiful song to listen to it, people. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, it's just, it really is beautiful, though. Like, it's just, it is, and it's so funny because it's simple, but like, yeah, his love is just pretty extravagant. He's, he's done, he's done plenty of things. <laughs> so like, I'm here for you, y'all. Like, okay, God, thank you. Love you. <laughs> love you so much. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, okay, and then the next one where. We're still good with time? Okay, there we go. Um, it's the, this song, it starts off being like, this is Catholic. Yeah. Okay, so I, the story of the song is really interesting. There was a priest who did a lot of Steubenville conferences, I think, who basically, when he did his talk on the Eucharist, which is, you know, Catholics believe that the bread and wine turns into the body and blood of Christ, which is the whole point of this first song. And this is the priest that who's saying, who's um, on the beginning of the track, um, he would always say, he would say, like, oh, let's talk about transubstantiation. And his joke was transubstantiation, you know, like, big word. Nobody's ever going to put that in a song lyric, right? Because you're not, you know, like, it's not one you can rhyme really easily. <laughs> it doesn't flow. And so one of the reasons I think I feel like I heard this at a conference or something, uh, Mamar was telling the story that one of the reasons he put this, the he wrote the song is because he wanted to prove the priest wrong and say, I'm going to put transubstantiation in the song. So the very first word of the song is transubstantiation. And you're like, okay, how are you going to do this? And then he has this just beautiful image of like heaven kisses earth, right? Yes. And it's, it's perfect because it not only is what's happening in a spiritual sense, but you know, when we're receiving the body of Christ in our mouth, it's it's almost like this symbol of that intimacy of, of a kiss, right? That we're it's just oh, he's he's brilliant. <laughs> he's brilliant. This episode should so be titled "Shannon is a fangirl." Fangirl. Fangirl. <laughs> dear, dear Matt, oh, if we can meet and talk about the brilliance of your liturgy planning, <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, wonder, I don't know when he's playing anytime soon. Like, I yeah, don't I don't know. Um, the other thing I really like about this, other than it being the Catholicist song right. <laughs> of all time, um, it's in addition to being well written and just straight up rocking, um, is that uh, it. He makes the point that, like, the point of the Eucharist is to become a living tabernacle. For, so, for those who aren't Catholic or don't know, the tabernacle. Um, it comes from the Bible and where they kept the Ark of the Covenant. But in a Catholic church, the tabernacle is where the Eucharist is kept to keep for the sick or um, adoration, things like that. Um, so, you know, like when you pass by it, you genuflect because we believe that God is present there in, in the um, form of bread and wine. Um, and so it, the tabernacle is what holds Jesus. And so if we're living tabernacles, then the whole point of the Eucharist is to be transformed so that we show that we are holding Jesus in our in ourselves. Like, and that, oh, it's so perfect and so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and that, like, the end of creation, he says, you know, this is the ending of creation, right? Like, this is the whole point of what God is doing is prefigured and symbolized in the Eucharist, right? In receiving God uh, on our tongue or in our mouth, um, we are 
have a we are foreshadowing the what will happen when Christ comes again and we get to live with him forever right like that deep and intimate connection that um, we will know God so fully um, that everything will be all in all right and that's the whole point right that's the end of creation the whole point mm-hmm. um, and wow like what a lyric wow how do you do all of that theology in this song that then is also like a rock song right like (laughs) okay enough fangirling moving on (laughs) i don't think there will ever be enough fangirling for you (laughs) no how about Uh, you how about you uh your experience of this song um no i loved it like and it's so funny because every time when people would ask me they'd be like you know matt marr right and i was like i really don't like i really don't (laughs) i have no idea like I know, I, that, I, know that, I know that y'all love him. I know, I know, right? And they go, you don't know Matt Marr? And then the first thing people would always say after they realize I don't know Matt Marr, they'd be like, transubstantiation. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I was yes, like, great. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, that's the I'm like, yeah, that. it's pretty great, isn't it? And then um, it's so funny. And then the first time I heard the song was at mass. Um, and I was like, okay, yay. Like, it was like the communion song or something. Um, but, or, or the adoration song that he has. He's got the adoration oh, nice. song. Um, but it was really funny, though. But for, I want to say about a good two solid years, people would sing at me transubstantiation when I told them <laughs> that I didn't know about Matt Marr. Um, and it was pretty hilarious. Like, it, it just cracked me up. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. So... Uh-huh. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay. So, anything else you can think of? I don't, I think that's it. Like, I really like this album. I'm gonna listen to it a few more times. I'm probably gonna listen to more Matt Marr intentionally. Um, maybe I'll be the one to sing at people transubstantiation. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, so, yeah, I um, it gets two thumbs up from me, and I recommend it to anyone. Also. It is available on YouTube, but it's also, if you have Amazon Prime, you can get it through Prime Music. So, you can have it and download it to your phone like I did. Yeah, awesome. That was pretty helpful for me. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, Shannon, while while you've got like one more minute, what are you looking forward to this week? Um, I am looking forward to, um, I'm doing RCIA, like, meetings this week with people who are coming into the church so Mm -hmm. it's really great because I just get to hear their story of how God's been working in their life and bringing them to the Catholic Church Um, and it's just really amazing because it has nothing to do with me and it's really humbling (laughs) in a good way of like Mm -hmm. you don't do anything God does everything and God is so much smarter and better at all of this than we ever Mm -hmm. will be um and just like so uh, gracious and merciful and loving. And so that I'm really looking forward to that um, as well as um, I um, am going to be volunteering at uh, the parish festival where, um, where my kids go to school. So my kids go to school at a different Catholic church than the one we attend. Um, and so uh, I will be bartending. So That's awesome. uh, I really enjoy that uh, because I get to like see everybody and meet everybody and um, 
just kind of, I'm an extrovert if you probably haven't figured that out yet. And so I like get all my energy geared up for that. Gotcha. So. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, well, cool. Um, I'm going to a Star Wars themed birthday party tomorrow night. So I'm excited oh, about sweet. that. Yeah, I'm wearing my R2-D2 dress. So, <laughs> right? It's like yeah, my godson's birthday party is and his brother are sharing a birthday party tomorrow afternoon and then tomorrow night my friend's birthday party. So I'm, I'm birthday partying up this weekend and then um, watching Hocus Pocus on Sunday. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. But anyway, I'm going to, um, yeah, so let's just head, let's, let's just end it there. Um, I uh, hope that you guys have a great week. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope that... Uh, yeah, that you guys enjoy listening to Matt Mars album, um, that you are telling your friends about our podcast, that you are yeah. liking and sharing. And if you can rate us, Whitney, Whitney, if you love this Whitney, podcast, rate us all the stars. Whitney, rate us all the stars. If you want us to know your name too, then you need to come out and rate us all the stars. Maybe give us some fan mail. Um, you can follow our podcast on Twitter and Instagram at PSBB Podcast. You can follow me at both the Hot Mess Heroine and Stylishly underscore Sia on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at platskirts and basic black at, at gmail.com. We'll be happy to hear from you. Um, Shannon just logged out. She does say goodbye. She was getting in her car to start it for her kids and We hope that you guys have a fantastic week. Bye.